Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Well, it's the usual suspects. It's it's Tuesday after a uh, high school football weekend. Yeah, yesterday off because it was uh well because it was well, it was Labor Day. So, we we didn't labor here on Labor Day. Labored over WIBC, but anyway, we had the show off. So, we're going to play today what we usually do for you on Monday, which is we take a look back, a recap of the week that was in high school football. And uh, we, we've got sort of three main go-to guys where we talk about the big week that was, the Plainfield Quakers and the Avon Orioles and the Cascade Cadets. And, of course, that's Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Quakers, Mark Bless, the head coach of the Avon Orioles, and Steve Spinks, the head coach of the Cascade Cadets. And we will get things started over at Avon with our friend Mark Bless. Huge win for Avon last Friday night. You heard it right here on 98.9 WYRZ as the Orioles went on the road, scored a big win over the Hamilton Southeastern Royals. And speaking of the Orioles, they're going to be back on WYRZ Airwaves coming up this Friday. Yes, this Friday night, it's rivalry week, and the Avon Orioles are playing host to the Brownsburg Bulldogs, a game that's going to have all sorts of of ramifications on the Hoosier Crossroads Conference. Bulldogs coming at 2-1, and one, the Orioles at 2-1. and one. It's going to be a barn burner of a broadcast, and WIRZ 98.9 will have all the play-by-play action for you. Yours truly, Rob Kendall on the call. Pre-game show will start about 6.40, kick off at 7 Friday night. But in the meantime, we'll whet your appetite with my conversation with Mark Bless, the head coach of the Avon Orioles. Rob Kendall, speaking with Mark Bless, the head coach of the Avon Orioles. Coach, how's it going? It's good. It's a good day. Great win on Friday night. You've got to be thrilled with how your team played. Yes, uh, <clears throat> very proud of the boys. Uh, they being able to bounce back and uh, play at a pretty good level. Uh, Meisner, obviously, tremendous performance out there. He seems to be getting better every single week. That's a good sign for you guys. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's really helping us develop our offense and. Um, have some identity in the passing game, so that's nice. Coach, one of the things that we had talked about early on in the season, or actually in the preseason show, and this was the first game that I had a chance to announce this year, was the offensive line and how having all these guys back was going to make it easier for him to do his job. Seeing this in person, he had all sorts of time to throw the football back there. Right, and I think our offensive line does a a very nice job of protecting him and taking uh, not only ownership but pride and not giving up very many sacks uh, or knockdowns uh, in the pocket. So I think, um, you know, definitely built confidence from Cam to the offensive line and vice versa. Good to see you, Mark Bless, head coach of the Avon Orioles. Let's talk about this uh, dual-headed uh, or two-headed uh, receiving a, attack from Sheodovich and Garendo. These two guys are phenomenal. They are. You know, um, 
I think everybody's uh, you know aware of the athletic ability and speed that Isaac has. Um, but you know he still gets over the top on some people and is able to make some great plays for us. And then you throw in the fact that uh, Luke Sayadovich is quick, um, very good uh, hands and agility, and you know, he's a guy that we bring underneath or send deep as well. Yeah, and it's really hard. You know, a lot of t- teams that you'll play, they'll have one or two good cornerbacks, but having to defend both of these guys all the time, I mean, they run deep routes well, they run over the middle of the field well, that's really tough for a secondary. Yeah, and and then you throw in the fact that uh, from time to time we'll slip out our running back, Samson James. Um, and Samson's developing into a, a very, very good running back, but uh, also a weapon coming out of the backfield to be able to throw to. Um, our tight end, Adrian Lozano, has had a couple big games in there as well. So we really like the direction we're going uh, offensively, especially in the passing game. Get our guest Mark Bless, the head coach of the Avon Orioles. Coach, yeah, I mean, I know you're always looking to get better. You're always saying, hey, there's things when you look at film, we could have done this better. But that was a pretty complete football game against Hamilton Southeastern on Friday night. Well, we still got that problem with our uh, kickoff team. We got to make sure that, uh, you know, that everybody does their job. Because on the kickoff, if our kicker doesn't place the ball in the right location, or if we get one guy that gets out of position and creates a seam, uh, you know, you can in the league we play in, you can get exploited quickly. So it's still, uh, you know, work in progress with the kick kickoff team. Um, but I, I was really, really pleased with the effort and um, the ability of our defense. I kind of came to life because the first two weeks we had some struggles, and they've been challenged by the coaching staff. And I think we got better at just the fundamentals of getting off a block and making a tackle. So that was very encouraging to see with our defense. Coach, uh, let's get to defense just a second. You mentioned the kicking game. I want to go there for just a second. I know yeah. you're a little disappointed with the kickoff return for a touchdown. But, man, when your kicker's banging home a 40-yard field goal with room to spare, as he did Friday night, that's got to give you another weapon that you say, hey, we've, we've, got, this to, we've got this arsenal. Yeah, I know we've got confidence in Justin Hydorn, our kicker. Um, he probably kicked more into the end zone the other night outside of the uh, – the one that got returned. So he's got the leg strength uh, to get it there. Um, you know, obviously the field goal right before half was big because we had just stopped them from scoring. And with a minute something left, we moved right down the field, set up a, uh, you know, end of the half score with a 40-yard field goal. So we really are happy with what Justin brings in the kicking game, as well as Mason Stimler, our punter. Uh, we, we feel like the, these two guys can be strengths for us. Coach, help our audience understand, what do you tell a kicker? Like, how does a kicker practice during the week? I mean, I know it used to be like they would just be off on their own kicking the ball, but as you mentioned, there's a lot to these kickoff returns. Now, what do they do? How do they practice? Well, we don't have them for a long period of time in practice because they both are on the soccer team. Um, so, you know, we get them either uh, at the first part of practice or on some occasions towards the end of practice. So we will do our kick game special teams the same day, which would be PAT field goal, kickoff, and punt. And we try to structure that on a Tuesday or Wednesday when we know that they can be at practice. And, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of a hustle-hustle, let's go-go, because as soon as they get done with football, they're putting the, the pads up and getting out on the soccer field. <laughs> so that makes it a little challenging uh, to get the, the rehearsal we always need, but I think they handle it all very well. 
Coach, is it, I mean, you've had obviously kickers that are football kickers. You've had soccer guys that help the football team. What's the, what's the difference? I mean, is there any difference? Um, you know, it, it is nice having a kicker at practice every day, but you know, most kickers don't need to be at practice the whole time. Uh, because even when we, when we do our punt return or kick return, it'd be nice to have it as a kickoff instead of a coach or a player throwing it down the field. Uh, so, you know, there's a, there's a little drawback, but and I love the fact that they're both active competing in two different sports in the same sports season. All right, let's talk about the defense. You mentioned it. That, that front front line for you guys on Friday night was phenomenal. Southeastern had a big, big, uh, big problem running the football. Right, right. I, I think it starts, uh, you know, front with either side of the ball. And I think Nathaniel James playing those did a very nice job. Trey Howe, um, you know, coming off the, the edge, as well as Brom off the other edge. So, you know, I, I think those guys are very determined to to get better after the Ben Davis performance because uh, they didn't play poorly. Uh, but, you know, just we, we need them to keep progressing. And then I think the progression was real nice. Uh, we, you know, we have a couple other guys that will rotate in on the defensive line to keep bodies fresh and to keep energy high. And I think that helps. Yeah, and, and those guys had to have a little bit of pride this week saying, hey, we gave up 52 the week before. We're not doing that again. Right, right. You know, if you think about it, uh, defense really pitched a shutout, but we gave up a score on the, uh, the kick return, so it is what it is. All right, big game coming up Friday night. This is rivalry week. The Brownsburg Bulldogs, they're 2-1. and one. You're 2-1. and one. This game could be very uh, big in the Hoosier Crossroads Conference. This is exciting, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anytime uh, Steve and Brownsburg get together, there's going to be a lot of people there and hopefully good action on the field. All right, uh, you're one of the best coaches in the state. Hart's one of the best coaches in the state. It's just like last week with Scott May. you got to like these these uh, these games where it's like you've got a guy on the other side that you say, this is a good guy to go against. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot of respect on both uh, sides, both staff, uh, for each other. Uh, you know, you watch film on Brownsburg, and you can, you can see the progression they've made from the scrimmage through uh, week three. And, you know, hopefully it's similar when they watch our films in a progression of fundamental football. And, uh, you know, the schemes might be a little similar, might be a little different, but it's all comes down to the basics of coaching football, and that's uh, blocking, tackling, and running. Get our guess, so, Mark. I think it brings an interesting matchup. Get our guess, Mark Blessed, head coach of the Avon Orioles. Coach, what do the Bulldogs bring to the table under second-year head coach John Hart? Well, uh, you know, they've got some athletic ability. Uh, you know, the coach is certainly uh, they're moving him around to get him the ball. He's a playmaker, so we got to keep an eye on you know, where he aligns at and try to keep track of him because he's a very fine athlete. Um, you know, I think the quarterback, the strikers, throws the ball well. He's a good runner. Um, so, yeah, and I think they do things very well up front with the offensive line. Uh, that's probably when you first turn it on, probably the most impressive. Is, you know, they get after it. Very similar to our offensive line. You can tell they're well coached, and, uh, you know, they do a good job. Coach, obviously for us, you know, we hear Avon Brownsburg. Everybody gets really, really excited about Avon Brownsburg. Every game's a big game for you, right? I mean, do you get more excited about one game than another? I don't think so. I mean, I think we, we really try to show to our guys we break the season up into three-game increments. So, you know, the first quarter of games, uh, one through three, and then the second one through three, and then the third one through three, and then the last one would be tournament play. 
Well, Coach, let's close with that. How do you think you're doing three weeks in? You've had two really good performances. One I know you'd like to have back. Three weeks in, are you pretty happy with your team? Uh, I think we're pleased. I think we're pleased with progression because the guys understand that, uh, you know, we're, we're coming into work today. we got to get better. And tomorrow we got to be better than what we were today. And I think it's uh, a kind of process that we speak of. That uh, every day you got to be better than the day before, and if not, then we lose the spot. So we want to grow as a team uh, mentally as well as physically. Well, Coach, uh, I'll tell you what, this team is a lot of fun to watch. I'm super excited to be out there Friday night calling the game. Best of luck, and let's uh, let's talk to you next Monday. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rob. When we come back, I'll speak with Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. This is Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth Mentoring serves the children of Hendricks County. Impact Youth provides academic and social development in our mentees as well as leadership development in our mentors. If you are interested in becoming a mentor or know a child who could use a mentor, learn more by searching Impact Youth Mentoring on Facebook or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. A podcast of Central Indiana Today is now available on SoundCloud or iTunes. Made possible by Figment 2 McDonald's. Figment 2 McDonald's has locations in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of WYRZ 98.9 and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Time now to speak with Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. They scored a huge win on the road Friday night at Mooresville. And this week, it's a big one for them. They're going to take on the Ron Colley Rebels. Here's Coach Woodard's thoughts on last week's victory in Mooresville and the upcoming contest at Ron Colley. Rob Kendall speaking with Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Coach, how's it going? I'm doing great, Rob, and yourself? Doing just great. Big win on Friday night. Got to be uh, very pleased. Yeah. Um, you know, that a lot obviously goes well anytime you score 54 points and uh, hold your opponent to, to just 14 Um you know, there in the in the early part of that game, um, really first half, I, I thought uh, offensively, defensively, special teams. I thought all three phases uh, complemented each other, you know, very well. And uh, you know, it was one of those situations where uh, the defense got the offense the ball, and 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 the offense took advantage of it, and they scored. And it was kind of you know, uh, wash, rinse, repeat you know, there for, for two quarters of play. So uh, obviously lots of really good individual efforts anytime that happens. And, uh, you know, as you said, very, very happy with the win. General theme seems to be forming that uh, the defensive line for you guys is doing a phenomenal job in terms of controlling uh, mm -hmm. the play up front. And I know that makes it easier for, for the rest of the defense. Yeah, and I would I would just add to that, um, you know, our, our defensive line, our outside linebackers, and our, our inside linebackers. You know, just you kind of as a group, the front end of the defense, if you will. Uh, I, I think it continues to do a fantastic job. Even, uh, you know, even in our loss at Avon, I thought they they fought and they they battled against uh, a, you know a, a very good group. You know that that first week, and uh, since then, I thought has really um, you know come into their own. You know, we're playing. Uh, about five to six interior defensive linemen, and I think all of those guys, kind of depending on the situation, bring a you know bring a, a different mix into the the fold depending on who they are. But uh, yeah, just a, a really good group did a did a great job. You know, this past Friday, I think you know Mooresville had uh, 
you know, something along the lines of, of 10 yards rushing in a game. Now, granted, they didn't, they didn't run it a ton, but, uh, you know, we also pressured the quarterback quite a bit as well. So um, outstanding effort by all those kids. Probably makes it a little easier to be creative on offense, too, because, you know, if you do something, you goof the ball up, throw the ball to the wrong team, that defense goes mm-hmm. stand up and, and you're not going to immediately give up six points. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it's just um, we've, you know, this is a, a thing that I don't know, I, I feel like I talk about a lot, and, and that's that's momentum. And, you know, when, when you have momentum, and, and even if you, you make a mistake, you know, and you got momentum, I mean, it's just things just go your way, you know. And, um, you know, some of that's uh, as coaches we can help control by making good play calls and understanding, you know, what's going on in, in the game. But really it comes down to your players knowing that, okay, you know, the offense just, you know, we just had a fumble or we had an interception or, or there was a, a special teams play, whatever it is, that the defense takes that as a personal challenge. Um, you know, Ray, Ray Lewis kind of affectionately called it, you know, PO'd for greatness, you know, and, and uh, that, that, that concept of, you know, good is not good enough. We're going to be, we want to be great. And when our defense goes back out on the field, that's an opportunity, that's a challenge for us to, see how good we can be and, and get off the field. And obviously when you're up by 40 points, it's easy to, to have that kind of mentality. And ho- hopefully, you know, we continue to grow from that. But, but you're right. I mean, it's, you know, you, you put your defense out there and you've got confidence in them that, uh, you know, they're going to be able to get the ball back for you. Uh, offensively, and I, I could be wrong, it seems like it's been a while since you guys scored that many points. Yeah, I, I didn't. Um, I don't. I don't track you know scores historically. Um, but yeah, it has been a while. I, I did happen to look um, at, at the total yards that, that we gained that that evening, uh, just shy of six hundred. Wasn't wow. too far off a school record. I think we were uh, back in back in two thousand three. We had a, a shootout with uh, with Franklin, and uh, <laughs> I remember because I, I was on the defensive side of that that one, and it got pretty pretty yucky. Uh, but uh, at any rate, yeah, we, we, we had a lot, a lot of yards, a lot of points. And uh, like I said, a lot, of, a lot of people really played well. I mean, you talk Dawson Anderson, 12 carries for 219 yards. And, you know, Cade Ritter catches it for, you know, seven times for just shy of a, a, a hundred. And, you know, Gavin Jacobs had a nice night. You know, lots of, lots of really good individual efforts. Yeah, and uh, as we talked about, it's kind of a new territory for you because for a lot of your time at Plainfield, you've been ground and pound, great defense, good interior line. You know, you win these games, you know, 21-14 or whatever. Now you've got the horses where you can put up 50 points. Well, it's I mean, that's the nature of the game. Um, you know, if, if if I had, you know, my, my druthers, I mean, I, you know, I, I was joking around with some of our staff yesterday. You know, I've, you know, no matter what, I think if I threw the ball a thousand times a year, you know, I would still be labeled as a run first coach. I don't, you know, to me, whatever play that ends in us with, with six points, I like, I'm a big fan of those, um, you know, and, and right now the, the game and our personnel dictates that, that we, we throw it a little bit uh, in addition to running. But I, you know, I would tell you, I mean, I, we've got some really good kids up front. We've got really good running backs, um, you know, us running the ball this this past Friday night, I mean, we were 32 rushes and only 23 passes. I mean, the yards are what they are, but, you know, we still want to be committed to running the ball. And, and, and you know, in a game like this Friday, when we go to Ron Colley, we realize we're not going to be able to throw the ball every down. I mean, they're, they're really good in the secondary. They pressure the passer. And for us to be successful, we have to run the football. So, uh, you know, I know our offensive coordinator, you know, Derek Moyers, who is – 
you know, kind of labeled with a, a spread, you know, we're going to throw it all over the ballpark. I mean, I know he feels the same way I do. We want to, we want to run the ball and uh, you know, we know we can't do that unless we're good up front, obviously, but we're still committed to doing that for sure. Let's talk about Derek Moyers. We haven't mentioned mm-hmm. him yet this year. That's uh that's a huge get for you guys. And it kind of went under the radar. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been, you know, I've been really lucky. I, I've, I've been, been able to, to, uh, work with some really good coordinators on, on both sides of the ball. You know, most recently Brent Schwanekamp, you know, Brent was our OC for a long time and um, moved into a little bit different spot here at the high school in an administrative role. So, you know, hated, hated losing him, um, you know, and we were fortunate to, to have, you know, coach Moyers to be able to, you know, kind of fall into our lap, so to speak with, with his uh, hire on, on the football staff, just, you know, just timed up right. And, uh, um, it, it's been great. I've, I've enjoyed working with him and, and learning his style of offense and, and blending some of that, some of the, the things that, that we do in terms of how we practice and how we prepare with, with what he's done. Um, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun, and uh, you know I think our, our coaches have enjoyed it. You know, anytime you add a new guy onto staff, you know there's good and bad with that. But for me, I, I always enjoy the, the challenge, and, and I mean that from a perspective. I you know, it, it helps me, I think, be a better coach. I get to learn different things and learn how other guys do things, and, and hopefully, you know, he feels the same way too. So, uh, outstanding addition, no doubt. Sitting with Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. All right, I'm not going to try to jinx anything, but I'm just going to say mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel really good about this team. Well, I hope so. You know, I mean, I, I want to see us put two weeks back-to-back. I mean, that was one of the things I talked to our kids about on Saturday, and I just I talked to them about it this uh, this morning was was can you know do we have that ability to to get to be consistent you know and and uh we'll see you know i mean i i think we did not play the best we could play uh week two versus tri west obviously that team had something to do with that but i just didn't think we were focused and ready to play the game mentally and uh that that's going to be the deal i mean talent wise physically um there's no question that 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 we have really good football players Uh, obviously i can't control injuries um, you know, you can't control some of those kind of things, but um, I know this is a good football team. Uh, there's, there's no question. Uh, if we continue to get better in the areas of leadership and, and we, we get healthy a little bit, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll put these guys up against anybody. And uh, hopefully uh, that's, you know, again, like you said, not, not to jinx anything, but, but uh, very, very happy with this group so far and where they're at. Uh, you talked about the, the run approach against Ron Colley. How mm-hmm. much of a benefit is it for you to have two guys, and we talked about this last week after the Tri-West win, who run totally different in Gadia and Anderson, mm-hmm. but they're both very effective? It's, it's tremendous because, you know, that allows us to do different things with, with those players. It's not, you know, it doesn't have to just be two running backs. You know, it can be, they can both be on the field at the same time. Uh, you know, is in varying roles as, as blocking and, and catching and just being a football player. I mean, that was one of our big points of emphasis back in June this year. Of, hey, listen, we, we want to be football players. And if that means you need to come in and, and block for your buddy and he's going to run the ball or you need to go run a route, that's what you're going to do. And, you know, those are two guys that have the skill sets other than just being a good running back. But, um, you know, you know to, to circle back to your question, having two guys that can carry the ball – you know, give the the other guy a breather here and there uh, is is huge, and just like I said, uh, great skill set and other things than than just carrying the football. All right, uh, as we always do, let's wind down by uh, by saying thank you to somebody behind the scenes that doesn't get a lot of publicity. The the stage is yours. Sure. Well, uh, we uh, we have some great student managers this year, and I'll just a couple uh, young ladies that. Uh, 
help us out in the training room. They uh, help get bags out from time to time. They they film, which is a huge thing for us. We, we film every one of our practices and, and watch that with our players after we get off the field. Uh, Maddie, McKenzie, and Aubrey, uh, that group of three, and I hope I didn't leave anyone out there, but uh, – um, they do a fantastic job, and, and we couldn't we couldn't you know do some of the things we do with without those three young ladies. So um, big big thanks to them and for everything that they do for us. All right, coach, you know how I feel about Ron Colley. Let's get a big win on Friday, mm-hmm. and we'll talk to you next Monday. <laughs> you bet, buddy. Thanks, Rob. Take Bye. care. Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers, their squad now two and one on the year with huge matchup. This Friday at Ron Colley. Wrap up the program today by speaking with Steve Spinks, the head coach of the Cascade Cadets. Cascade scoring their first win of the year last Friday night. Big win on the road at Brown County. They'll try to even their season up at two and two this Friday night in a matchup against Cloverdale. Rob Kendall speaking with Steve Spinks, the head coach of the Cascade Cadets. Coach, how's it going? Uh, going really well. How are you today, Rob? I'm doing just great. Big win on Friday night. Got to be uh, excited to get that first one of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, Brown County has, uh, you know, we knew going in that uh, they, they were, uh, you know, a little bit better than they had been in the past. Uh, they've got a, a good young quarterback there and a couple seniors uh, that kind of led their team. So uh, we wanted to make sure, though, that we that we traveled well and got in there and got a win, and that's what happened. So. Uh, give us a couple of kids on the offensive side of the ball that you felt played pretty well. Um, well, I mean, again, it all starts with Connor Horning. I believe he rushed for 170 or 160, somewhere around there. Um, you know, carried us. Getting uh, Jason Mantooth back, uh, he missed the first two weeks. Getting him back was, was huge for us. He also rushed for 100 yards. Uh, those two really did it, along with our offensive line. Uh, we had some guys blocking really well up front. Uh, David Turner. Uh, played really well. Jacob Wee, Cameron Ginter, kind of our usual guys there that are that are leading us uh, along with uh, Bryson Dahl and Brandon Campbell. So uh, we did some good things up front. Uh, also, our tight end played well. Uh, Cheney Donovan did a great job. So really, you know, just mentioning all those guys, uh, they kind of paved the way for us to rush the way we did. Coach, you also got to be pleased with your defense. They were very stingy in the points allowed department on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. The eight points that they scored, I mean, they got it with uh, – with about 30 seconds left in the game, uh, you know, we were really pushing for a shutout and uh, didn't quite get there, but, uh, you know, played really well. Uh, Cameron Ginter had at least two sacks on that side of the ball. Um, you know, uh, we had some guys making making some really good tackles. Uh, getting Dalton DeMott back was huge for us as well. He also missed the first couple of games. Uh, we got him back at free safety. He made some great plays for us there. Uh, and, again, Connor Horning also does a lot of great things for us. Defensively, we had to move uh, our outside backer inside because we were without Cole Leverage for the second week in a row. So, um, you know, we kind of had to uh, rearrange things, you know, do a little bit of shuffling a little bit there. But, uh, you know, the job got done, and it was a win for the cadets, win for the good guys. Yeah, and, and it's got to be nice for you, you, this long road trip. You, you're on the bus. You talked about that being maybe an issue. You do this, and you get off, and you, you get a win. That's a big road trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, you know, we kind of – Talking about that bus trip, I mean, it's it's something that you got to deal with, and it's just something it's unfortunate when you got to sit on a bus for an hour and a half. But you know, I really challenge the kids. You know, we monitored their sleep on the bus. Uh, no one sleeps for more than thirty minutes, uh, and a coach or a player wakes them up. Um, you know, interrupting the circadian rhythm and all that kind of jazz. Uh, so you know, we make sure to be really diligent in that. But uh, you know, we kind of changed something as well. Uh, we took the ball first, which we rarely do. I usually am a defer guy. 
uh, we took the ball first. The guys are fired up and ready to go. So took the ball and got right off the bus, marched it right down the score, took a seven-minute drive. So, uh, yeah, we were ready to roll from the second the ball kicked off. You think that might be something you start doing on a regular basis? Uh, I'd have to feel it out a little bit. I like getting my defense on the field first, uh, kind of setting the tone that way. Uh, it's just kind of kind of my mentality. But, you know, and we're pretty doggone well, Rob, on uh, on Friday. So that may be something that we do just a little <laughs> bit more. All <laughs> right. Chance to get back to 500 on the year. Cloverdale coming up Friday night. What do we know? Uh, well, I mean, they've got some seniors, and they're a good football team. Um, you know, having uh, having a new coach, uh, they're, they're kind of a running football team now. Uh, they've switched that focus. They've got some good players. The Jackson kid's a really good player. Um, he gave us a lot of problems last year. So, uh, you know, we know that the good thing is that they're coming to us. You know, we've just got to defend our home field here. And we do that, we get to 2-2. Two and two. We're in pretty good shape going into Greencastle. Yeah, and this is a big game for you guys because once you get back to that 500, it, it sort of uh, makes it not much of an uphill climb, right? I mean, back to 500 at least from a, even if it's just a mental standpoint, that, that's a pretty good place to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're fortunate enough to get there, if we play well enough and we get there, um, you know, it's a great place to be there, getting get to that level, you know, especially after the first two weeks, having having the two teams that we had to play there, you know, and kind of we, if we can reel off a couple in a row, you know, and, you know, it's just like anything else. I mean, that's like having two great days in a row. I mean, it kind of helps your psyche, you know what I mean, to have uh, have those two wins. So, and again, we always prepare for, uh, you know, trying to be at our best when we get into the playoffs. We want to have all all, all the bullets in the gun ready to go uh, by the time we get there. So this is another step in that process. Yeah, and it's probably nice to be back home. You'll be in front of the cadet faithful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the black hole will be in full effect. Uh, we'll have the kids all dressed up looking like Oakland Raider fans. It, it, it'll be cool. Uh, real quick, Coach, give our audience a couple of guys that we're going to have to listen for on Friday night. Say, hey, if these guys are doing well or this is happening well, we're going to see Cascade <laughs> on the high end of the scoreboard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it starts uh, Connor Horning. If we can get that guy the ball, uh, get him, uh, get him a lot of carries, and, and get him rolling. If we get him rolling early, we're always in good shape. Uh, another guy, uh, Jason Mantooth. Again, we'll get him back for the second game uh, of, of the season for him. Uh, we get that dude rolling offensively. We're going to be in really good shape. And uh, also, uh, you know, Dylan Cockcamp, our, our quarterback, is a. I mean, he's such a cerebral kid. You know, he, he's he's a great leader. The, the kids are all about following him you know uh having that dude out there we can trust him and i know that he'll put us in that position and again those five guys on the offensive line if we can get movement the way that we think we can because again you know our our mentality is black and blue football you know we want to pound it um you know and if we can get going with four and five and six yard carries early um and especially getting out on the perimeter um having jason back uh will help us as far aj sanders has been our sweep guy um you know that gets it gets a little tiring doing that. You know, you've essentially got a 40-yard sprint every single play. So now that we've got another guy that we can kind of rotate in there and along with uh, Dalton DeMont, we can kind of keep everybody fresh. So it helps our perimeter game uh, quite a bit. But if all that stuff gets rolling, we can get out on the perimeter. That can help us uh, running the ball inside. We should be in good shape at the end of the game on Friday. All right, Coach, let's get a big win on Friday. We'll talk to you next Monday. Yes, sir. Sounds good, Rob. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Steve Spinks, head coach of the Cascade Cadets, Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers, and Mark Bless, the head coach of the Avon Orioles. And speaking of the Avon Orioles, don't forget, we've got a big Avon matchup coming up this Friday rivalry week. Doesn't get much better than Avon and Brownsburg, and we'll have it for you Friday night right here on 98.9 WYRZ. Pre-game show at 640. 
kickoff at 7. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Friday Night Football. And don't forget, if you missed any part of our conversations with the coaches today, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast is presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. Phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group.